coming to this conversation. Ups and downs, happy or sad. Does one simply choose to believe? Can someone actually believe in this? Welcome to Innocent or Ignorant. Uh-oh. Got my man Mike One giving us the intro. It's your boy Johnny Phoenix here to talk about some conspiracies on our brand new podcast, Innocent or Ignorant. Got my man Easy E in the studio. You guys know him from our work on Two Genius One Idiot. Say hello, E. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you please give me that first sound effect? I need the yellow button right now. So that was some of their soundboard bites here were provided by Mike One. And just so you know, that was him being waterboarded by E in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so joining us today is my niece, Shy, and she is a singer and a songwriter and an amateur scientist as well as a professional shit talker and so <laughs> she's going to come in today she had a conspiracy theory that she wanted to discuss with us now i got some details from her but some of this i'm going to be hearing for the first time so i'm very curious about it because as soon as it was brought up i asked you if you believed in any conspiracies and then it turned out that there wasn't very many that you didn't believe in because you listed like eight of them so <laughs> I am a very optimistic person. <laughs> I see. You're very optimistic that this stuff is happening and it's happening right now. So the one that I wanted to talk about is that space isn't real, right? Yes. Okay. From my understanding, there's lots because I went down many rabbit holes researching this. Luckily, I'm glad that I finally asked you which one it was that you actually are a believer in because I had spent like a half hour watching a video that turns out I didn't need to watch it all. So <laughs> that's 30 minutes of my life. I won't be getting back, but Hey, it was, <laughs> it was definitely interesting to check it out. Space not being real, but you do believe that aliens are. Yes. Okay. Okay. So fundamentally I have a few questions about that, but we'll save that for when we get into the actual back and forth part of this with space, not being real. It's not that there, because there's two trains of thought. It's either isn't real or it's faked. And the faked part is that we're in a simulation and uh, it did that one goes, that's the one that I went way down with that half hour. So basically they say that uh, we're all in a simulation and that it's none of it's real, not just space, but all of it's faked. And we're in an AI construct and it's, yeah, it's, it was nuts. And, but it was interesting though, at least. <laughs> that is very interesting. But with yours, go ahead and take a few, few seconds here and, and tell me what, what makes space not real? Well, I think it's just the way that they paint space. It's not necessarily like space itself, like, cause we still have our planets and everything that they teach us about, but like the idea they paint us space, like no one can go into space without, you know, their bodily suits and all that fancy technology that they have. It just doesn't make any sense to me of why we can't go in there. Okay. Okay. Which is interesting in the fact that you believe that, but the other part of it is that it's super hard to disprove it or prove your point or disprove it. Because if let's say the, the current, what they uh, teach you space is, is that it's a vacuum. There's no pressure. It's literally like you go in there, you'll freeze is what I always see in movies. And then, you basically turn into an ice cube mm-hmm. and there's no way that's not a, it, it, let's say that is right 
it's a one-way ticket to proving that. So it's like, <laughs> so it's it's one of those theories. That I think that you know, with the safety measures and everything, they're not really going to have too much in the way of disproving it or proving it one way or another. So that's that's really interesting to me. You had mentioned a couple things about the moon. So Neil Armstrong went to the moon in 1969, and he was the first person to go to the moon. There's only been one other person that went to the moon. And that was during the <laughs> that was during 1972 during the 17th Apollo mission, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's only like one person, two people that went to the moon. I believe that space is there. The way they teach us about space, because they do say that there's hydrogen in space. There's no pressure, like it's a vacuum freeze, because hydrogen does cause you to freeze. Water falls out of the sky. It rains. Right, right. Right. So, and then another one of the subsects of this theory is that no human has ever actually been outside of our atmosphere because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's like the stratosphere and then there's the exosphere. The exosphere includes the moon. Yeah. So by going us going there, you're still within the Earth's atmosphere is what they were saying, which I found pretty fascinating. You know, there's a lot of conspiracies based around the moon landings all being faked as well. Yeah. The weird part about those ones is that Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, like the last I heard about, it was either Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong. One of them punched some dude. <laughs> this was not that long ago because he came up to him and was spouting the, you know, oh, this is all fake. Tell us the truth, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I believe it was Buzz punched him right in the face. God, I can't remember. One of them turned into a huge recluse and won't talk about it. Won't talk about the landing. And they're saying that the reason why he won't talk about it is because he's got a reputation as like a stellar pilot their theory is that he's uncomfortable lying so that's why he turned recluses he didn't want to talk about it because yeah. he didn't want to you know perpetuate the whole thing so man it's really fascinating that this is all kind of linked all of your theory combined with that and then combined with some other information it all kind of links together so it was like a huge like when i was researching it, it was yeah yeah there. <laughs> exactly thank you for the sound bitey <laughs> i get what you're saying now, the real thing is, is that I'm skeptical about this because I feel most of history, you know, we believe that the earth was flat at one point and mm-hmm. then science claims that that is untru- that that's not true. It's all spherical and you can see it. The flat earthers all have a they all have an explanation for why it appears to be a circle. Now, are, are you familiar with the flat earth? The flat earth people kicked <laughs> out the spaces of real people. For being too for being too crazy with their conspiracy theory, I don't know if you know this, but that was the thing. Is they were like, "Nah, man, we don't believe that shit. This, of course, this is real. It's just we're flat and it's in a dome and all this other stuff." So, you, do you believe in any of those? Um, honestly, Earth being flat, I mean, it makes kind of sense, but at the same time, you gotta think they do teach us that gravity is what holds us to the Earth, but they also teach us about magnetic energy from inside of Earth's core, which is what holds everything together. So because of gravity holding us to the Earth, wouldn't that mean that if Earth was flat? Think about how if you're in like Antarctica or whatever, when the Earth is like there, and let's say we're on top and they're in the south. All right, now keep in mind, some of these people are only going to hear, so you have to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> so they're not going to be able to see <laughs> The um, southern part of the Earth, when it's... Because it's a spear and it... Do we move? like are we rotating i I believe so i think right now we're going if you believe science we're going thousands of miles an hour right now as the earth rotates around the sun 
So if the earth is rotating, it's like, think of it as yeah. you're on a merry-go-round and you're going super, super fast. If you're in the center, you stay still. But if you're on the outs like on the outside part of it, you're flying off. So like, that's where I do understand where they say earth is flat because wouldn't we fly off if we're all spinning super fast? Well, it's the same concept as like if you're in a car, like when you're, you are in motion, but mm -hmm. because you're matching the speed of your surroundings, it feels like you're not. So that, that's, that's where they would say like with, we are moving, but we're, you know, gravity is keeping us, giving us a constant. Now where we'd run into some huge problems is if that rotation that they claim, if that ever stopped, that would, that's when your merry-go-round theory of us going flying, that's when that yeah. would come you know, throughout history, there's been several times where scientists claim that the poles have like switched. So like what's north and south now would then just randomly switch and there'd be a new axis in which north and south would to where it realigns. It was in a movie. The movie was based off of real science. I, <laughs> I think it was like 2012 or something like that. The poles have, according to science, realigned several times throughout history. And that's hmm. when several large-scale extinction events have happened again according to their theory <laughs> <laughs> when you said space wasn't real I, my mind went in like a thousand different directions well first one of them i was like i can't believe i've known this person my whole life and i never knew that she was on that ship <laughs> i was like does your my friend then my second question was does your mother know about this and do i need to tell her no I'm just she never i mean she never asked me about <laughs> dun, dun, every time <laughs> every time i bring up a conspiracy theory to my mom she just she just looks at me crazy <laughs> yeah so r really the ultimate skeptic that you face is not johnny it's mommy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, no, she because I I could just imagine the look on her face, and it would entertain me. You'd probably be annoyed because you've seen that look your whole life, but for me, I'd be like, "That's it, right there. That's what we need on video is your your mom's face when we go back to the to your house and we tell her that space isn't real." I'm eat, give me give me the GoPro. <laughs> this is this is coming. <laughs> I wonder if she'd agree. <laughs> she'd agree she'd agree all right agree on some counseling is what she would agree. oh my <laughs> <laughs> no but it's it, 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 there's nothing wrong with questioning what you're being told is the truth because you figure even when it comes to flat earth and you know the earth being round that was accepted by the by every culture on earth at some point in time <laughs> because <laughs> i keep looking behind me because what's funny is that the sound effect you made so well that in the headphones directionally it sounds like it's behind me and creeping up yeah see you see what i'm saying All like up it, in your ear yeah I'm like, <laughs> yeah so it's you know there's nothing wrong with questioning everything like really we should mm -hmm. that, that's how it should be however you got to keep an open mind which for me that's when we first started talking about doing this podcast. That was one of the things I thought I was going to struggle with the most is the fact that sometimes I'm a skeptic in nature mm -hmm. mixed in with just a, a tiny dash of asshole. So if you get those together, I, what I didn't want to do is make people feel alienated for their beliefs because there's all sorts of stuff that I believe that people probably think this guy's fucking out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. Or you know what? I didn't think about that. That's something different, but, uh, you know, nature and nurture, you know, you, you pick up all this stuff along the way. I'm curious where this came from for you. I was going to go towards COVID, but 
I'm scared of the government. <laughs> <laughs> and you, sh- you know what though is that's that's one of my other ones is I want to talk to somebody. So if you're listening and you happen to be a anti-vaxer, but it's not politically motivated, because I I'll, I'll admit I don't give a shit if you're anti-vax because of pol- politics. Like that's I don't want to talk about it, so I don't <laughs> care. Like one way or yeah. another, if that's what you believe, cool. If you don't believe it, also cool. But I want to know, like, if there, if there's anyone out there who believes that and it's not politically motivated, I want to talk to you. Okay, so space isn't real. You're saying that the two missions to the moon, were they a success or did we, did we actually go or no? I don't think they actually went. If they were to go, wouldn't they send somebody up there without the spacesuit first to see if they could actually live? in space no that'd be a horrible idea I just, I'm just saying <laughs> I mean it's a horrible idea when they come up with these like medications and vaccines and just go oh let's try this on people <laughs> well I mean there's a lot there's like clinical trials there's baby steps to this they have those rooms where they actually suck all the atmosphere out and then they basically create like a in space environment to where it's hazardous just like that there's a lot of people that died during these experience, uh, experiments to get us ready to go to space I I could see them faking that only mm-hmm. because, and again, it was politics. They fell behind Russia with Sputnik and they wanted to catch up in the space race. I think that they definitely were motivated to do it to like show, hey, America, no, all-time number one, America. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that that's where I think that if there was ever a conspiracy theory, I don't think it was, uh, I wouldn't put them past it to fake it. I really wouldn't. I really feel like they're faking it. Only because they say space has a lot of hydrogen inside of space. Right. So if there's hydrogen in space and there's hydrogen, in which is part of water, it's what makes water, and rain falls out of the sky. So obviously there has to be some type of oxygen in the sky, which there is in the ozone layer. Right. So after all these years, if hydrogen can fall down, why can't oxygen rise? Is there a barrier? Like, where's that barrier at? Why isn't oxygen rising all the way? So there's there's two different variations of it. One is, I believe it's like at 100 kilometers. It's called, Eric, 100 kilometers into space. There is, It's a Carter barrier, maybe. That is when you're officially into outer space, is at 100 kilometers above the Earth's uh, surface. And then there's the NASA definition, which is, I believe, like 85 kilometers so they're they're basically saying that once you're past that, you're outside of our atmosphere. The other part is is that no, you're not really because then the exosphere extends past the moon. So that's what I was saying is they're they're saying that we've never been outside of our own atmosphere. Like a human being has not truly been past what we consider the very reaches of our uh, our atmosphere. So we've never been to space, right. They, which is which is you know because part of like I said is doing this is I was going to do my research and form my own opinion as well which that, that kind of goes it's called into the it. Carmen line the Carmen line there you go Carmen what did I say Carter yeah, yeah Claire's Close. Carter oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it so the Carmen line is at a hundred kilometers but even then like NASA and them they all say that it's a little bit lower than that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't really know. Like that's that's an interesting fact that if even being to the moon, we still weren't outside of our atmosphere, according to some beliefs. How do they even know where it is though? If you can't see it, like you can't physically see it. You can't see gravity either, but you can feel the forces of it, right? That's true. <laughs> so then the other part of your theory was that space 
Not real. Aliens. Real. Yes. So how is that possible? Because if there's aliens, then we they'd have to exist outside of our atmosphere, but we just established that, that that doesn't exist, right? But what if they don't exist outside of our atmosphere? But they're inside of it. Yes. Are we talking like lizard people that well. are already here? Or? <laughs> well, that's the, the, like I said, as I went down many rabbit holes to do this research, so you kind of left me hanging. <laughs> and I was like, ah. well, you never know. Maybe they live in the mountains like a caveman. Like, <laughs> but then they wouldn't—they wouldn't really be extraterrestrial. They'd be yeah. native to here. So you're saying there's a species here that are sentient, like think just like us as intelligent, but they're not visible yes. to us. Remember, they had said that it was a conspiracy theory that aliens lived on the moon. So, like, if they did live on the moon, you just said that it, the moon is within our atmosphere. Right, right. So, if the moon is within our atmosphere, that means they have access to coming to Earth just like we had access to going to the moon. Really, it's just the semantics of classifying them as aliens. Because if yes. t- is that at that point, they would be native yeah, because I, they're within our atmosphere. I feel like they only call them aliens because we've never seen them. Because it's something new to us. Like how when the natives were already here, they called them natives, but then... They basically called, like, everyone else that came in, like, the Europeans and all of them. They called them aliens and everything like that because gotcha, they didn't gotcha. know of those people. Yeah, the the pale men riding on their horses, and they were like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> gotcha. What's that? <laughs> yeah, now uh, it's funny how all these natives always end up sound, sounding like, like oh, my yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pops. All right. Well, I mean, that's really interesting because if, if you look at it from that point of view, it kind of eliminates the other possibility. Because to me, one of the things that I believe in is that there being other intelligent life in this universe mm-hmm. is 100%. Like, there, it has to exist just based off the scale and the traditional, like, teachings of the universe is ever expanding. It's so big and we're just a tiny, tiny speck of it. There can't exist that many planets that many galaxies, that many stars, and there not be one that happened to make the primordial soup similar to the way we did. Yeah. Now, does that mean that they're intelligent like us? Maybe, because life is defined by, you know, just a cell that multiplies. So that, I think, the probability of that existing, if you believe that space isn't faked or real, or not real, (laughs) is 100% in my book. And then the fact that it's someone similar to us or really close 99.999 you know that's (laughs) definitely a possibility so but looking at it from your point of view it's interesting because it kind of eliminates a lot of that yeah one of the things that the flat earthers believe is that like the north pole is the center point it's basically like a bowl shape to where in the middle there is the north pole and then everything goes from here and then at the very edge is a ice wall that keeps us which is why they say people don't explore Antarctica or mm-hmm. anything like that. And then all the, like the America's here, Africa's here and all this, it's all, it's not necessarily flat. Like it, it's curved. Hmm. So that's how gravity exists. And then that's how bipolar flights, it looks like. Like there's a curve. Yeah. And then they also can make it to where like flights are, are less because I don't know if you've ever heard of like when there's a cross-country flight in America, mm-hmm. they take the polar route, which is basically they go up and around through Canada because the theory is that it's curved. So a straight line going around is longer than if you go up and over the curve, which that's where they say that that slight indenture. It's like a bowl, but in the middle it peaks, which is the North Pole. 
and then it goes around oh, and then there's yeah. a large at the very edge is the the south pole antarctica that's why they don't allow people to explore theirs because it's a huge ice wall we're basically living in game of thrones and the white walkers are coming <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> so you're saying it's basically like one of those upside down pound cake things yes yes gotcha, very good very gotcha. good which is interesting to me as well because these people the flat earthers hate your theory because it makes the it, it not only does it it goes against the spherical earth mm-hmm. and it goes against theirs because if yours because at some point there has to be a upwards they don't argue that space isn't real the thing that confused me too is that they also say that the planets around us in our solar system they're they are spheres but earth is not but that's why life exists is because of the shape mm-hmm. so i mean they've got a whole thing on it it's it's pretty fascinating so you don't believe in any of that. That sounded like bullshit. I can tell by the <laughs> look on your face. I was just thinking about it because, like, we see everything. Like, everything's 3D to us. But when we look at, like, the sun or the moon, like, it's circular. But, like, <laughs> it doesn't really look like a sphere. Yeah. Well. So it's, like, well, so what, what, It's circular, but it doesn't look like a sphere. Yeah. What is a sphere? It's circular. But I'm saying like like okay. <laughs> I'm saying like the sun and the moon, they're circular, but like they're more of like a two D version to us rather than like the three D spirit. So I see. I see. Okay. Well, okay, but and so this has been interesting. I now have a better idea as far as what we're looking at for your your version of all this. I am skeptical. I do, however, believe there is some weight to the moon stuff possibly being uh, faked. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's more politically motivated in the space race with Russia and us trying to, uh, you know, get there before they did because that's, you know, America, your first or your last. Mm-hmm. You know so. that their reasoning for not going back is budget, budget and political beliefs. If you're to believe what they've, they've told us, there was a lot of money and a lot of lives thrown at this thing. Mm-hmm. I think that the budget wise, you know, we can, we make paper money all the time. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't really exist. We got Dogecoin for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't actually exist, but yet all of a sudden we, it has value because we place value in it. Mm-hmm. Budget concerns for this there. That's not a real argument to me. Exactly. Yeah. But the amount of lives mm-hmm. that is a real currency to me. And because these are, you know, people who are, they're very brave people because they're going into what's unknown to us. As far as we know, it's unknown to us. <laughs> and they're taking on issues, problems that nobody's ever dealt with before. So they don't know the consequences or what's going to happen during this. Mm-hmm. So losing those type of people, I think that the brain power and the actual just genetic material that we threw at this, we lost a lot in the process. Same thing with like World War One and World War Two. You know, there's there was probably so many people that were going to, you know, cure cancer, discover a new metal or there's just all the sorts of people that we lost for nothing in my book. Mm-hmm. And then I think that that's, that's where the budget, they weren't willing to pay that cost anymore. In, in my opinion, this is going to sound terrible, <laughs> but, um, I love it. Already. What if they sent aliens to the moon or not aliens? <laughs> they were already there. Like animals, monkeys and stuff like they do with the test for like cancer and stuff with a body camera or something. I mean, they could do that now, but that, that didn't exist back then. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why haven't we been back now? And they say that it's because of budget and political beliefs. When it came to us finally sending like probes to Venus, we discovered that 
that atmosphere and the chemical buildup of that planet was too hostile for us to ever inhabit it. So we have not sent another probe again because we were like, all right, been there, done that, fuck you, Venus, moving on to Mars. <laughs> and then we send the same shit there, discovered that it's got a lot of similarities to our planet. We might be able to colonize there. So that's why they've kind of always had that dream. But there was a mission to do this, like an actual Mars One mission was turned out to be a whole a scam. Yeah. Like they people donated to it. Science, like very prominent people, and how they chose their. <laughs> yeah, so th- I mean, this is long before Elon Musk. I think I'm worried about that guy being a charlatan. Sometimes I, I think he's got a brilliant mind, but I also think he might, he might, he is definitely fake to me. I mean, I think Hillary Clinton's fake, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting too to me, but we, we're, we're almost out of time here. So I, I definitely think that there's a lot of angles that this covers you really had me thinking and i gotta say that i will give you that those the moon missions are probably faked i really do think that but as far as space (laughs) not being real first off i need you to put the pipe down cheech that's that's where i'm gonna start (laughs) and while it does present some interesting point of view but like I said, the the flat earth people kicked out the spaces and real people because it was too crazy for them. And if, if they made that call, I'd have to make it too. So I, I think that your conspiracy, while I do support your, <laughs> you fully in your endeavors, I think I got to say, I got to call bullshit on the spaces. Ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Ignorant. That's the next soundbite we need. Ignorant, motherfucker. Uh, well, I appreciate you coming in and joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, though, for being the very first episode. So, you know, this is going to be our new thing. I kind of feel bad that we labeled you ignorant, but. <laughs> but oh, please leave it to the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So thanks for tuning in. And if you have any questions for myself or for Shy, go ahead and leave some comments. We'll, we're going to put up the video. We'll put it on all the podcasting platforms. And uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And we are out of here. <laughs>